In this episode, we're going to discuss one of the most powerful aspects of our character and how it's a driving force to the growth and success of every man's life. We're going to talk about the greatness of responsibility. We're going to define what responsibility is and why it's valuable. We'll expose the things that restrain us from becoming responsible men and how to break free from those restraints. We're also going to talk about how to generate even more endurance as we grow in taking on more and more responsibility. Let's get fit. Welcome to TriFit Man. I'm Jared Vitasco, and I'm on a mission to encourage, equip, and ignite men all over the world for breakthrough and unstoppable growth. Thank you for joining me for this episode. Today, we're going to dig into the topic of responsibility. Responsibility is one of the primary keys to becoming a man of exceptional character, and it's an essential part of who we actually are and what we're meant to do in our life. In the previous episode, we discussed integrity and how keeping our thoughts, words, and actions in alignment is so important to our growth as men. Today, we're going to see how integrity weaves through the topic of responsibility and how integrity and responsibility are so deeply linked together as a primary source of purpose and meaning to our life. Today, we're going to explore three core things. We're going, to take, we're going to take a moment to discuss and um, define what responsibility actually means. We're going to get deep into this. Number two, we're going to discover and talk about the traps and the enemies of responsibility, the things that come to rob us of um, our ability and our duty, the things that we set out to do. What are the traps and the, and the enemies, the things that uh, dissuade us from stepping into that greatness? And of course, number three, we're going to talk about the greatness of responsibility, the benefits of being a responsible man, the things that come out of that. Okay. All right. So let's dive in and let's define what responsibility actually means. So simple definition, responsibility is the state of being responsible. It also means accountability. It also means that you are a reliable person. It also means that you are trustworthy. So let's talk quickly about the state of being responsible, the state, this word state of being, which is a very interesting um, idea. The state of being is the actual nature of your character. Okay. So another way that we could say this would be the nature of your character that is able to respond, right? That's one way we could define responsibility. Instead of saying the state of being responsible, we could say the nature of your character that is able to respond, right? It's built into you. It's hardwired into you. Now, looking at just the word responsible, the word responsible in and of itself, it means that you are liable. You are obligated by a duty. Somebody has given you a duty and now you are liable to do that duty and to answer for that duty. It means that you are the one that's going to be held accountable or that particular duty or that particular responsibility. Okay. You are the primary agent, the primary cause of getting that duty um, done, managed, moved, uh, whatever active words you want to use inside there, but that's the essence of responsibility. It also, responsibility is the ability to answer for one's conduct. Ah, that's where it kind of weaves into integrity. Right. So if I am out of integrity with my words, I have to give account. I have to step up and be responsible. I have to own my words if they didn't line up with my actions. Those two components together are so crucial. They like cause each other to have an effect on one another. Right. Responsible means that you are trustworthy. You are worthy of being trusted or worthy of being respected. And lastly, responsible means that you are able to choose for oneself between right and wrong, right? Um, it's often said with, with great power comes great responsibility, right? That was probably uh, out of a Marvel movie. Uh, I think it was Spider-Man. But yes, with great power, I would say our greatest power is freedom. One of our greatest powers is that we have the ability to choose, right? But just because we have the ability to choose 
we have to be responsible with what we choose. We have to take on um, the, the, the load, take on the duty, take on the, the thing that's placed before us, and we have to choose to do that. We have a free will to choose that. Really important, okay? We'll dive into that a little bit more. So now refining this definition of responsibility, using all the things that we defined. I wrote this out a couple ways. I just wanted to share this. Responsible is the nature of your character that takes on a duty, right? It's who you are. It's part of your character. It's built into you, right? It's also the nature of your character that takes account and answers for your conduct and obligations. That also is built into you. It's the nature of your character that has the capacity to promise yourself and account for your promise. So you give your word, you do your word. And lastly, the nature of your character that has the fitness to bear a burden, to carry a load, to be formidable, to actually have some strength. That is the nature, the very character of being a responsible person. This built into you. Now, this concept of it being built into you is actually uh, a, it's a basic and fundamental uh, principle that we find in the Bible. And it comes right out of the account of when God created mankind. So it's pretty cool. So I'm going to read from Genesis uh, chapter 1, 26. And what it says here is that, God said, let us make mankind in our image, in our likeness, so that they may rule over the fish of the sea. Here's the duty. He made man so that they could rule. Rule is a responsibility. They had a duty, God, to rule over the fish of the sea and the birds of the sky, over the livestock and all the wild animals and over all the creatures that move along the ground. Okay? So God created mankind in his own image and in the image of God, he created them male and female. He created them and God blessed them and said to them, here's the duty He commanded the man and the woman be fruitful and increase in number. Fill the earth and subdue it. So this idea of being fruitful, being fruitful means to bear fruit or another way of saying this is to be productive to be abundantly productive or continually productive. To take on the duty of being abundantly productive is what God gave to mankind when he created man. And that was part of man's purpose. I say part because there's more to our purpose than just that one command, but that was an essential part of what um, God created us to do. And that was to be fruitful to take on the duty of being abundantly productive, okay? That's what God created us to do. That's why I was saying in the definition, it's very interesting that it says the very nature of who you are is to carry a load, to bear a burden, to uh, carry the weight of responsibility, to fulfill a duty. That is what being responsible is. Now, continuing along this line, this is just really cool. Um, In Genesis 2, Chapter, oh, excuse me, verse 7 through 8, it says, Then the Lord God formed a man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and the man became a living being. This is where man was formed and created. This is incredible. Verse 8 says, Now the Lord God had planted a garden in the east in Eden, and there he put the man he had formed. The Lord God made all the kinds of all kinds of trees to grow out of the ground, trees that were pleasing to the eye and good for food. In the middle of the garden were the tree of life and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And there's some other explanations here about what was a part of the garden, and I wanted to jump to verse 15. Then the Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to work it and to take care of it. Right? So the Lord God, he made man, he formed him, he breathed into him, he became a living soul, he took man and he placed him into an environment where the man was supposed to have a job. He was supposed to work, supposed to be productive. And his duty was to, for this particular man, it was to tend, work, and tend, like care for, protect the garden. That was his job. So man was formed 
And then he was commanded on what his purpose was. He was formed for a purpose, all right? I just wanted to take it all the way to the beginning of the Bible because if we understand that essentially at our core, the who of uh, the, 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 the core of who we are, that we are literally crafted to be productive, right? We may not feel very productive. We may feel like we failed. We took this on and we failed at it. We took this job and we weren't good at it. Um, so many people nowadays, it's really bizarre, but a lot of people say, oh, I'm not good at that because they've literally tried it for about an hour of time. They've given uh, <laughs> to the development of their skill on something for a small, small, small amount of time. And then they immediately just step back from it and go, oh, I'm not good at that. And it's like, of course you're not good at it. You haven't done it very long. Uh, responsibility, that word at the end, ability, is literally that. You have to cultivate it and you have to get better at it and you have to put it to work in order for it to get better. So we all have aspects in our life where we have to grow and that is the essence of what we are created to do. We were created with a nature to take on work, a duty, a load, a burden. We are created to do this. It's, it's literally the thing that's going to give our life purpose and meaning. We'll dive into that a little bit more as we go. Okay. So that is a very exhaustive definition of responsibility. There's a lot in there. Um, and I wanted to go broad with that and deep with that because just saying be responsible, be responsible to people is kind of like, oh, okay. Yes. It just feels like somebody's kind of uh, wagging their finger at you. But if you come to an understanding that the nature of your character, that is, it's built into you a capacity to, to promise yourself, to give yourself towards something and sustain it and maintain it and bring it to a place where it can grow also, that literally is built into you. Okay. I mean, if you take the example of children, when my, when my kids were really, really young, um, you know, my toddlers, I didn't obviously hand them the car keys, right? Cause there was no ability in them to be able to drive a car yet. What they did have an ability to do was to start to put their toys away. And so that was a responsibility that as a parent, uh, my wife and I, we would begin to put on our children so that they would start to bear the duty of taking care of their uh, belongings and putting them away. Now, obviously as kids grow and as we grew up, more and more responsibility is given to us or should be given to us so that we learn how to bear even more of a load. And that is what's going to cause us to become strong, especially for men. It's especially important. The Bible even says it's good for a young man to bear a load in his youth. It's good for young men coming up to be responsible and have to bear the weight of responsibility. Now, obviously, some parents and fathers have taken this overboard and they put way too much on their kid um, and their kid is not able to bear it. It's too much. So we have to obviously just use discernment and wisdom as fathers, just like our heavenly father does with us. He doesn't give us more than we can carry or manage or handle. Now, there will be a challenge in that always. We have to learn how to manage more of a load. And we're probably going to walk with some stumbling and we might even trip and fall and drop things, uh, you know, drop the proverbial balls or plates. Um, that's going to happen and that's okay. But as parents, you know, speaking from father to son now, as fathers, we have to be exceptionally careful that we don't overload our children and we break them you know, or cause them to have such a, a consistent failure because we're putting too hard of a task on them. And then we become a harsh taskmaster where it's more about the task and it's less about their development and their growth. Um, so I just wanted to say that because I believe, I'm just going to say this, that some of us have had that harsh upbringing where we had um, either a father or somebody who put a great, burden and demand on us at a very early age. Sometimes there were circumstances beyond our control that just brought this heavy, heavy, heavy weight on us. Um, and I'm just here to say today that that weight doesn't have to be as heavy as you think it needs to be. There's times where even in my own character, I feel like, oh man, I'm responsible for this, this, and this. And I've had to have people, very wise people speak to me and say, hey, you're actually, you don't have to 
carry that portion of it. Like you're just taking that on because you think you need to, because you think it's going to make you, you know, more valuable and more important. That's actually a load you don't have to carry, but this load you are responsible for. So carry it well, manage it well, right? Be fruitful with this portion of the responsibility that you actually have, right? So I want to dive now into talk quickly about traps and the enemies of responsibility. The things that come to erode away our strength and ability, that built-in character, the things that come to clash against our character and challenge it. Um, number one is obviously irresponsibility, okay? The, the, it's, sometimes this is a mindset and sometimes it's something we have to mature into, but being irresponsible means that you are rejecting that nature to carry or carry out a duty. You're, you're rejecting that character development, okay? It means you're not able to respond. It means you're not accepting of the nature, the way that you actually were built. You're rejecting it, um, and you're, you're not willing to take anything on. So there's lots of ways that we can be irresponsible, and I want to just touch down on a couple of them. One key way is that we can be ignorant, all right. Now, ignorance, uh, there's kind of two forms of it. There's uh, just being ignorant, and then there's willing ignorance. Being ignorant means you, you genuinely didn't know, right? Like how many times have we heard somebody say, I didn't know that that was, I had to do that. I didn't know that was my responsibility. And if they're being honest and they genuinely didn't know, then they are actually ignorant, or I'll say innocently ignorant. But as soon as you come into an understanding that you are responsible for something, now you will be held accountable for it. Now you can no longer stay in ignorance. You have to come into um, an intentional activity, an intentional acceptance. We go from ignorance to acceptance because we're now know. We now know that there's something that I have to take on. That acceptance of the responsibility is the first part of growth. That is essential. We have to accept and step up and step into being responsible. If we don't, and we know there's something we're supposed to do, that is where we become willfully ignorant, right? And we put ourselves into a place of, let's just call it childishness or immaturity. We want to keep ourselves there because it's more comfortable. It's less... um, demanding. Uh, Maybe we're even being rebellious because I don't want to take this on. So leave me alone. Don't put that on me. Uh, Whatever you want to call that, it's being willfully ignorant. That is one of the greatest things that comes to erode away at our ability to be responsible. Now, another way, another trap um, that we can fall into, and it is like the first trap uh, mentioned in the Bible, is blame. Blaming means that we divert what we should be taking on, what we should be accountable for, what we should be accepting and stepping into. We push that away and we put that load onto somebody else. We require them to do something and we hold them accountable because we're really good, man. We are so good. Come on. Are we not really good at going, man, they should really be more responsible. Man, that person should be taking account for that. Wow. That person really needs to step up and work. They need to do, do, you know, we're, we're so fast at pointing our finger, but yet where are we failing to take on responsibility? Where are we blaming and, and pushing it away and giving that load to somebody else? Um, the Bible talks about this in Genesis chapter three, where we talked about Adam being formed out of the ground and um, Eve, his wife, was with him. And they both ended up eating from the fruit of the tree that they weren't supposed to. They disobeyed God. And what ended up ensuing was God called them into account. God said, okay, Adam, I instructed you and I gave you a duty. You didn't fulfill that duty. Why didn't you fulfill that duty? And Adam immediately started blaming his wife. The first thing out of Adam's mouth was blame. It was an excuse. He didn't step in and say, I disobeyed. I didn't do what you asked me to do. I didn't, I wasn't true to the character, the way that you formed me. I wasn't true to that. I was out of integrity. Um, Bible calls that sin. And so he disobeyed God, but he tried to get away from his responsibility by pointing the finger at somebody else. All right. So blame is a huge trap. 
It's one of the number one places that we can we can show the most level of growth in our walk um, through life as men is we can step up and go, you know what? No one's to blame here except me. I am responsible for that not getting done. That was said and not executed. I'm out of integrity. We have to own it, all right? And that is the greatest, one of the greatest initial aspects of responsibility is accepting responsibility, coming under and and um, bringing yourself under the weight of what you were supposed to shoulder. And now just stepping under that and going, okay, this is on me. I need to take this on. And I might need to get help because if I drop the ball, I might need some skill development here. I might need to improve the ability to actually carry the load. All right. Okay. Another way that we um, will be challenged in our ability to be responsible is um, I'm going to loop these two things together, but fear, um, this causes us to be uncertain and actually causes us to be unreliable. All right. So I might be afraid of taking on a duty for fear of being able to even do it. Maybe I've never done it before. So I, I just avoid doing it in general because I'm afraid that I won't be successful. Um, and so I avoid it, right? Again, I'm pushing off the weight. I'm pushing away from duty that I was designed for. Um, the other thing with this is laziness, being idle, slow or unwilling to move. Uh, lazy also means you are unproductive. Okay, so where God gave us a nature to be abundantly productive, to be fruitful, to, to multiply, to be abundantly productive, we're choosing laziness and pushing that productivity away, and we're choosing to be unproductive, right? That definitely can happen. Um, the quick story here um, out of Matthew 25, Jesus is explaining a parable. It's called the parable of the talents. No, many of us have probably heard this, but essentially... Uh, there is a boss who has three people, three employers who work for him. The boss gives uh, one employee um, five bags of gold. To another employee, he gives him two bags of gold. And to the last employee, he gives him one bag of gold. And the Bible says he gives each according to their ability, right? So the one that got five, it was already known that he could manage five. He had already proven himself. He had already stepped up. Maybe he initially started out as the guy that only got one bag of gold and he was faithful with that, and it grew it to two bags of gold. And then he grew the two to three, and then the four, you know, three, four, and so on and so forth. And now he's trusted with five. The same thing for the um, second employee. He got two bags of gold. And for, the, for the, uh, the last employee, he got one bag of gold. Okay, again, each according to their ability. Now, the boss says, hey, I'm going on vacation. I'm entrusting you guys with this sum of money. I want you to invest it. I want you to make it reproduce, produce, put it to work, right? Be true to your character, to your nature and being abundantly productive. And I'm going to go on vacation. I'm going to come back in a couple of weeks and I'm going to want to know what you did with what I gave you. So boss comes back, calls his three employees into the office, says, all right, employee number one, I gave you five. What have you done with it? He says, I was able to take your five and I was able to produce an additional five. Here is the 10. Wow, that's amazing. Uh, second employee, I took the two you gave me and I was able to reproduce and I brought it to four bags of gold. Awesome. All right, boss turns to the last guy, says, okay, I gave you one. What did you do with the one? And <laughs> this is interesting. Because of fear and because of laziness, this employee took the gold and went and buried it in the ground because he was afraid that if he didn't produce a profit for his boss, that his boss would fire him. So he was frozen by fear and didn't take any action, didn't take on the duty that was assigned to him. And obviously he didn't produce anything. And so his boss said, now this is the Bible speaking, the, the boss says, you are wicked and lazy, okay? Wicked here means you are going against the very nature of what you were designed to do, okay? It's, it's a way of, uh, another way we could look at it is you're perverting the way you were supposed to operate, all right? You're literally cutting against your nature. 
And then secondly, he said he's lazy. And he goes on to say, look, even if you were afraid of losing that money, couldn't you have at least brought it to the bank? And even if you were only getting, I know nowadays interest is ridiculously low. It's, it's almost nothing. But if you put it in the bank, you would have at least, at the very least, returned my money to me with a little bit of interest, which would have demonstrated even a little bit of productivity. The very like basic most minimal amount you could bring to bear and be productive in if you had just not been lazy and afraid and brought this to the bank where it would have produced uh, a little bit of increase for me. So because he was lazy, he was fired. He was relieved of his duty, which is very serious. Okay. Now there's some deeper spiritual uh, application of what that actual parable was intending, but there is also a, a um, natural application to this, which I just wanted to draw on for today in terms of responsibility. You have the very character and the ability is formed in you at certain levels. Maybe we can only manage one talent or one level of responsibility. Maybe we can manage five levels of responsibility no matter what it is, the one who got to five didn't get there overnight. He got there from learning how to manage one, then two, then three, then four, then five. From there, it began to um, multiply. He went from five to ten. And then the boss even took the one from the guy who was unfaithful and got fired, and he gave that one to the one with ten because he knows, man, if, at least if I give this one to that guy um, who has who has now 10, he can at least take that one and make it two because he's proven, he has a proven track record and a proven ability, a faithful ability to continue to do this, right? So we have to be really careful. Fear will freeze us and will cause us to step back from the things that we need to step into. And laziness will slowly take us away and erode away our productivity right? It will, it'll delay, it will delay the, the productivity and the benefits of being a man of responsibility and the greatness that comes with that. It will delay it. It'll push it out. Um, and it, it will delay that season. And that's the thing that we're all, you know, always wanting. We want to be respected. We want to be, um, you know, trustworthy. We want to produce and do something meaningful in life. Um, everybody wants to be productive and produce something and, and do something that has some, some um, actual uh, purpose, right? But you're delaying all that if you choose to be lazy, right? So, and then the last pitfall here, the last thing that we could get tripped up by, uh, and this is a little different than the other ones. This one is pride. This is being overconfident. This is being self-reliant. This is being narcissistic, you know, thinking that, I can do everything. I don't need anybody else. I'll carry this load by myself. Everybody back off. Um, and this is kind of what definitely what I had to deal with, um, you know, because maybe some people were supposed to help shoulder the load with you. Like sometimes uh, responsibility is teamwork. It's not just individual. Uh, we have our individual responsibilities, but sometimes there are times where we have a team we work with. We, we have a spouse we work with. We have uh business partners we work with, you know, we've got teammates literally in like sports or, or, uh, in business teams. Like we have people that are, we're, we're all together supposed to carry a load. It's too much for one person to carry and multiple people need to join the team in order to carry the magnitude of that load. I mean, think of like these major corporations. I know we all say, wow, that CEO is amazing. He's like doing this and he's doing that and he's doing this. If he didn't have an army of other leaders, managers, um, superior, you know, uh, supervisors. If he didn't have an army, a whole um, company, if you will, of people to help bear the load of what is they're all responsible for, there's no way he would be the man he is today. It takes a team to make that happen. You think of all the things that we accomplish as humans, um, all the buildings that are built, the infrastructures that are put together, 
the the roads, the planes, the I mean the industries that that exist, those were created, built, supported, managed by men and women, all because they joined in sharing the load of responsibility. They might have their specific individual duty and it might be one part or it might be five parts. It all depends on what their ability was. And as they grow in skill and ability, more will be entrusted to us. We'll learn about that a little bit more in just a moment. But the thing that can thwart that and get in the way of that is this overconfidence. Being the man, I got to do it all. I'm I'm the guy, right? Um, that ego, that that pride will set us up for a serious fall, right? Proverbs 16, 18 says, pride goes before destruction and haughtiness or being puffed up and proud. Um, that comes before a fall. Proverbs 29, 23 says, pride ends in humiliation while humility brings honor. Um, <laughs> simple, kind of funny, but appropriate illustration of this is like somebody goes into a gym and they're just, you know, you, we've all, we all know these guys, Kind of funny, but they get in there and they go, oh yeah, man, I can bench like 400 pounds. And you're like, <laughs> 400 pounds? Bro, you don't look like you could bench maybe 200 pounds. No, 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 I can do 400 pounds, load it up. And they go put 400 pounds on the bar. And they go to get that bar off and they need help. So you help them, spot them, they get the bar off. And I, can I, I tell you, that bar comes down on their chest and you're concerned for their, their life and they cannot move that bar off their chest. That is what it looks like to be prideful with responsibility. You're taking on a load that you, there's no way you're going to be able to do that on your own. The other way that could look, same example, is that maybe you can press that out. I know it's 400 pounds. Let's just say with the same number. It sounds crazy. Maybe you can press out 400 pounds for five reps, but the responsibility that you're called to, the duty you need to call to, is that you need to be able to maintain that for 50 reps, not just five. So taking on the responsibility, knowing you can do a portion of, an, portion of it really, really well for a short period of time, really, really well, but then that starts to taper off and you, the, your ability to withstand that load and keep it going is now going to dwindle. Now, if we did that and we operate out of pride, we're going to... We're going to be in for a rude awakening where we're going to burn out and we're not going to be able to withstand that load anymore. So it would be wise for us to be balanced and objective about how much we're able to take on and manage with endurance over a period of time, right? So pride, we have to be really, really careful of. Okay, and then lastly, immaturity. This is simply not prioritizing responsibility. By pushing off responsibility, we are choosing to remain in a state of immaturity. We are choosing to push off growth, okay? A 28-year-old sitting in his parents' basement playing Call of Duty all day long and then texting up to mom to make him some lunch is pushing off your God-given character and ability of growth. You're, you're rejecting it. You're pushing it off. You're you're delaying it, right? I get it. We all want to have a, a little uh, relaxation and have time to recuperate, but the recuperation, just like the bench press, when you're pressing out for reps, you do have to rack that bar and sit up and let your body recover. You have to let the ability to recover, right? We're not machines, so there's times where the responsibility and the duty, we get it to a certain state where it's sustaining itself, and then we can recharge. We can step back from it for a split second to recharge, regain our strength, be uh, revitalized, and then step back in and continue pressing out that duty, right? That's maturity. That is a continuation of growth. That is actually a really good balanced way to look at what responsibilities um great way to manage responsibility, right? So for immaturity, uh, the Bible speaks to this out of 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 11. It says, when I was a child, I talked like a child, I thought like a child, and I reasoned like a child. It means my wisdom was that of a child, which was childish. But when I became a man, I put the ways of childhood behind me, right? It's time 
And there's a season when we have to go, you know what? It's time for me to step up. It's time for me to go get a job. It's time for me to stop pursuing, you know, uh, the, you know, a, a lot of people want to be entrepreneurs. That's fantastic. I think it's great. I think being an entrepreneurial thing is, is literally the American, American dream, working out a way to live in a free society, take on the responsibility, build for yourself a business and make it a, a great product for the people that you want to sell it to and be reputable and respectful and trustworthy and accountable. These are fantastic things. Sometimes in our development of that ability, we're not quite there yet. We're not quite ready to bench 400, but we're, we're good with benching 100, right? So some people want the 400, but they can't carry 400, right? Some people want the business and they, they want to do this and want to do that. And they're spending all their time in what seems to be productive work, but it's, it's not actually bringing forth any increase into their life. The increase would come from having a great, solid W-2 full-time or part-time job while we're working on the business that you're wanting to create. This happened to me when I was 19. Quick little story. When I was 19, I struck out on my own. I left the company I was working for. I started doing graphic design full-time, and it was great. It was everything I ever wanted. Work for myself, be my own boss, make my own hours, and that lasted, and I could bear that responsibility for about four months. And then what happened was <laughs> I ran out of work because I didn't understand the other part of running a business or the other aspect of responsibility that running a business requires of acquiring additional clients. So I actually didn't even like to do that. I didn't want to go out and find other work. I had four months worth of work and I was only focused on that. I was not prospecting to get more customers. That was a, that was a big misstep. And because of that, I had to now float my lifestyle on credit cards and that got me in a world of hurt because now I had a mountain of debt. So now I'm just, forget trying to bench 400. Now I'm stacking on two more plates. And now I got to push the regular weight of what I'm trying to build. And I've got a bunch of debt weight. And I'm not actually producing and being productive because I was making money, but I was negative every month. So what I needed to do was look at a very simple, responsible solution. And that was to go get a part-time job, work, so that I had enough money to cover my expenses, that's being responsible, and with the extra time I got, continue to work on my business and step into the area that I was weak in, step into the area that I was pushing away, step into the area where I was supposed to take on the responsibility of going and finding additional customers. And with the backstop of, I've got a part-time job to make sure that I can stay afloat and I'm not burying myself into a greater hole of debt and putting a greater burden on myself than I really need to bear at this time, right? So take that to heart. When we were a child, we thought as a child. When we are a man, we have to put the ways of childish things, immature things, the, the rejection of growth. We got to put that behind us. We got to step up into the greatness of responsibility. Now, Speaking of the greatness of the responsibility, let's shift into this. Now, these next three things are some of the most incredible aspects of why responsibility is so important. We know what it is, but why is it important? Number one thing I have for us today is that it helps to reveal when we step into responsibility, it reveals our potential. Every single human being has potential. Everything we um, start out with, we start out with a very, very small amount of skill, right? As children, we have a small amount of skill. As we become toddlers and then, um, you know, we get into our teens, we're developing skill or hopefully we're developing really good skills. Hopefully they're good skills, right? Reputable skills, respectable skills, trustworthy skills that are going to make us more and more responsible. It will fortify our character and make our character where we can carry a much greater load. That is all potential. That is within every single one of us. And so you only will realize your potential as you learn to take on 
responsibility. It's built into us. We were designed to be responsible. And as we take that on, again, we're realizing our potential. A lot of times, once you take on some responsibility, you go, wow, this isn't that bad. I think I could do a little more. Hey, potential. I think I could do even a little more than this. Ah, potential. And it continues to grow and it continues to grow. And that's one of the most incredible, that's one of the greatest things about responsibility is that your potential for growth is massive, right? It's not just uh, a one-time like increment. It can actually increase and increase and then multiply in, 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 in its increase, right? There is an exponential uh, potential that we all have. But we have to start down that path of responsibility. We have to start by taking on some duties. And then we have to continue to take on the duties. Uh, you know, like I gave in my life example, sometimes we have to take on duties that we just, we may not like, we don't want to do, we're adverse to, but we know when we step into them, it's going to expand us. It's going to make us even greater. I'll give you a quick example of this. There's a period of time about five years ago where my wife's business went through the roof. It just took off and she needed to be able to give more time to her business. So she asked me one day, "Hun, do you mind taking over making dinner? Now, do I want to take over making dinners? No. Do I like making dinner? No. Up until that point, I had not done any cooking. In the 10 years of our marriage to that point, my wife handled the responsibility of shopping, cooking, preparing meals, you know, having them ready for us in the fridge or us having dinner together. And she, she took care of that. Awesome. But now we were at a point of growth in our family, in our household, where her business was growing at such a rapid pace that she needed to devote more time to it. And so stepping away from the responsibility of making the food was not something that she could do. So we negotiated and she said, Hey, could you do dinners um, I know we've got this covered for breakfast and the kids are doing lunch this way, but if you could just take over cooking dinner, that would, that would shift responsibility. Now I could have been an arrogant jerk of a man, of a husband and said, I don't cook. That's a woman's job, right? I could have been super prideful and been like, that's not my responsibility. That's yours, which is utterly ridiculous. And, and I'm being really firm here too, because us as guys, we, we have to understand, I'm going to take a little, little sidestep from like what I prepared, but I feel like this is really important. Our household is our responsibility, all of it. Like the CEO um, example, us as husbands, as men of the house, we have a responsibility for the entirety of the household, not just our slice of duty of going to the job and bringing home a paycheck. And then I can check out and watch TV the rest of the night and not be involved with the kids, not be involved in the day to day, not be involved in any of their school, not be involved with the development and the growth of my wife and her um, aspirations, not be involved with my community. It's just me, my work and my sports that at a certain point is choosing and pushing away the next level of greatness that is there for you in your responsibility. Okay. I didn't want to start cooking meals, but I saw the demand that was on my wife and I took it on, even though I didn't want to. And what ensued was I didn't even know how to cook, man. Like talk about just being ignorant. I didn't know what to do. So I had to learn how to cook. And there was pain involved in all that. I, I had to go shop for ingredients and I had to grab this thing and I had to grab that thing. And I, there was so much to it. And that's, you know, some points I was like, oh, I'm just not good at this. Like, but I stuck with it. I stuck with it. I stuck with it. And eventually it got to the point to where my wife loved my cooking and I can actually cook pretty decent now. Now, that is something that I never, ever, ever saw myself doing because I didn't expect to have to take on that responsibility, but it was something that presented itself. And I'm telling you right now, I believe there's some men out there that will hear this and you understand like, you know what? You're right. There's some things I need to take on that will bring a bit of balance and relief to the team around me, 
That could be your household, that could be in your business, it could be your employees, it could be your children. It will bring a, a, a bit of relief so that when they manage their, their aspects and their duties and their responsibilities, they can do it even better, right? But, but I just take on this portion, it's going to be a little difficult for me, but I believe that I'm capable. I'm made to do this. It's built into me to be able to take on more of a load. And I know that every time I do, I will grow. I will, I will be counted uh, as trustworthy. I will become a formidable force. I will be accountable. People will trust me. And it goes, it speaks again to that potential that's exponential. This huge rapid increase of growth that I can have in my life that is waiting for us, that you can have in your life. It's waiting there for you, Okay. Now, one of the other big things that comes with being responsible is that you become a man of impact. Being responsible has a profound effect, not only in our lives personally, but also, and even more so, for the people around us, right? If we want to have an impact on society around us, um, at a small level within the family, at a larger level within um you know employees or coworkers or you know in the in the whatever business that you work in the people that you are influential or around a lot and then a broader speaking of like society like the place that you live like maybe the county or the the city that you live in if we want to grow our impact that all starts with responsibility that all starts with taking on a load. It all starts with taking on more than what we think we're capable of and incrementally be, being a great manager, a great steward of that and growing that. And as we do that, it'll expand out and it will be impactful, right? So a couple examples of this, a responsible husband, he will elevate and cause, he will be the 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 causing factor. This is why you know, what we talk about in terms of leadership and men leading their household, you will be the causal effect because you step in and take on responsibility. You will cause your wife to excel. You will cause your kids to excel. You will cause just such a, an environment of growth and maturity to be fostered in the home where it should be. And your children will partake of that at a really young age. They'll be exposed to what responsibility and accountability and good stewardship looks like because it's demonstrated from dad and mom. But dad leads the way with taking on the load. That is essential. That is one way that we can have a tremendous impact. And that is not just a, a, an impact for today or for the weeks, but those are impacts potentially for generations, Right? My kids' kids, my grandkids, future grandkids, and their grandkids will all benefit from everything I'm bringing to bear and willing to take on today. They will reap the benefits of that. That's called being fruitful. That's called being abundantly productive. That productivity will far outreach my lifetime. That would be a legacy of responsibility that would transfer down through generations. That is so incredibly powerful, and that is one of the key things that has actually kept our nation of, of America so sound and solid. You know, and I, I know there's a lot going on, and there's a lot of things that are all over the place, but the reason why we are such a solid society is because men stepped up and were responsible for their household. They took on the brunt of the load. They they. They didn't abdicate their role. They didn't shun away from being leader or being a leader and being the one that, that was going to bring some things to bear. They actually stepped up and into it. And they, they carried that load and they made a way and they had an impact on their family, on generations and generations to come. So incredible. I spoke to this a little bit ago, but also the responsibility of a father. You will bring strength and consistency to your children. They will growing, they will growing, they will grow up understanding the why of responsibility, not just the what. We know what 
responsibility is. But why do I need to be responsible? Because this is for your growth. This is to maximize your potential in, in my son, to see my son's potential maximized, to see my daughter's potential maximized in their life. They get a, they get a leg up, so to speak. They get um, additional skill development. They get a little bit ahead of where, um, you know, they otherwise would be. If I just sat back and was on the TV and the remote all night, they're not being challenged. There's nobody helping to gently and incrementally push everybody forward into carrying the responsibilities and the duties that they were designed to do and what they're called to do in their lifetime. Man, being a diligent dad, managing your duties, managing what you're accountable to, that will make you a man that is favored, trusted, highly respected, and you will have children that respect you. Wives, this is what wives are looking for. They will better, even, you want, you know, okay, real quick. If anybody is having, uh, any man out there is feeling like, I don't feel like my wife gives me respect, perhaps you need to step in to shouldering more responsibility. Take the kids to school, make the lunches, take something off of her, relieve her burden a bit, take on a little more even though you don't want to. As you take on that little bit of more, a lot of times that's the greatest way that we demonstrate our love. That's a physical, real demonstration of love. I love you, hun, so much. I love you, my wife, so much that I'm going to take some of your load onto me so that you have a little bit of a lighter load or it frees you up to take on a different type of load. And here we go. Uh, I mean, it's it's been monumental in my marriage when I stepped into that. It really changed some big things for me. I know for some of my coaching clients, we we just, man, we honed in on what's one thing that you can offload off your wife's plate? One thing. Oh, and they came up with an idea. And once they did that, they had they were blown away at the reaction of their wife when their wife said, wow, really? You want to take that on? Oh my God, that would help me so much. And after they did that for a couple of weeks, their marriage, it's like they got closer together because they were both now shouldering the responsibility, but the man initiated that. That's what leadership looks like. Be the one to initiate taking on the responsibility, right? Now, lastly, a responsible man will be respected among his peers. He'll maintain a solid reputation. He'll be known as a great guy. A guy that's trustworthy, an honorable man. I know we don't say that word honorable much anymore, but you you used to be, in, in times past, you were counted as honorable because you would give your word, and your word was your bond, right? When you said your word, you were going to do your word, and that meant you were honorable. So let's, like, let's bring that back, being men of our word, because our words need to carry weight. The only way they can carry weight is if I'm a man that carries weight. If I'm a man that steps into responsibility and shoulders it, now my words are going to carry a little weight. Something to think about. Really powerful. All right. And lastly here in the greatness of responsibility is purpose. It's meaning. It's calling. Responsibility and taking it on will lead you towards your purpose. We are all meant to do a certain duty in life. We have to be equipped, matured. It's got to be tested. We have to be proven that we have what's the, have the, we have the integrity, the structural aspect of us, the strength within us has been matured. It's been tempered. It's developed within us such that we can carry a, and have the capacity to bear what God is calling each and every one of us to do. It's going to look different. We're going to have different duties and we, we're probably going to have a little different, um, development paths or journeys, as we call them nowadays, we're going to have a different path of development, each of us. But know this, all of us have a path that we have to step up to and bear and learn and grow in our duties. And that is all going to lead us down this path of purpose. We get to enjoy every single aspect of that process because uh, we know that it's bringing us towards our ultimate purpose. Like, me being responsible with my finances means I'm going to be responsible with managing a household. Me being responsible with one child 
it means that I'm going to be responsible with additional children, maybe potentially even other people's children. If I'm like coaching a soccer team or coaching, you know, a baseball team in high school, like that all trickles down and that growth potential continues to expand out. That's how we become men of, uh, we actualize that potential and impact as we produce from being responsible. We have to say yes to this. That's the first part, accepting the responsibility. Step forward into everything that God has called you to be. God will give us the grace. The Bible says he gives grace to those who are humble. He empowers us to shoulder the responsibility. Sometimes there are responsibilities that we have to shoulder and it seems like it's too much. And that's where he gives us his grace to be able to shoulder that responsibility. Bible says he won't put too much on us to where we won't be able to handle it. He's not wanting to break us. He's not putting such a heavy load on us. He himself, we load ourselves up over, we overly load ourselves up and that causes failure. God doesn't do that though. He gives us just the right amount that we can handle continually, incrementally moving forward and growing. And there's only one way to grow. and That's for there to be some resistance something heavy to move, something to move forward in, right? All accomplishment requires us to push through. Okay, so the challenge for today, we're gonna take the AIM method, awareness, intention, and momentum. Number one, awareness. Are you, what are you currently responsible for? What load are you carrying and how is that load, uh, how is that going as you're carrying that load? Right? Is your integrity solid in the support of your responsibility? Do your words, thoughts, and actions line up with the responsibility that you're supposed to take on? If, if, if that's working, great. If it's not, just take a look at it. Be aware. Look at where the breakdowns are. And then we have to shift to be able to manage that responsibility. You might have to offload a little something. You might need to take a little something else on. You might have to take on something you don't want to take on. Whatever it is, you need to be aware of it. Okay, we can't be oblivious to what our responsibilities are. You have to also remember and realize you were designed to be responsible. I keep saying this over and over and over because I want us to understand it's built into us. It's built into our character, right? It needs to be developed, but it's built into there. It's resident. It's what we are literally formed to do, all right? We have to be aware of it. Responsibility is an ability. Abilities all can grow. Every single ability can grow. And we have to stay in the process of growth in order for that ability to mature. And then it will give us a greater level, a greater expanse, a greater strength of shouldering the responsibility that we're meant to. Okay. Next is intention. You have to accept the responsibility. That is like one of the number one intentions. Yes, I will step forward. I will be courageous and brave knowing that it was designed to do this and I will be true to that nature and I choose to let the capacity that I have to step under a load, bear it up, carry it, learn how to manage it well, and I intend to take on more because I know it is for my betterment. It's just like weightlifting. The only way for your muscles to get stronger is to lift heavy weights. You can't lift a weight that's easy and do 50 reps of one light weight. It's, that's good. It may build a bit of endurance, but in order for you to actually develop strength and for the muscle to be challenged enough to develop strength, you have to lift heavier weights. And not everybody wants to do that. It's not fun to do that. It's not so much about our emotions, though, because we know the benefits of it once we do it. Then, actually, our emotions come around and go, you know what? I'm seeing the results of stepping under the weight. I'm seeing the results of stepping in and starting to cook for my family. My wife feels better. My kids are liking what I'm making. I'm actually enjoying the process. It's kind of fun. I learned a new skill. What do you know? Never thought I'd be able to do this. I can do this. And what else am I actually now able to do? If I just choose to do it, it sparks an inspiration of potential for our life. Lastly, momentum. Consistency is king. Continue to carry your duties and take on additional duties 
Check your structural integrity so you don't overload yourself in thinking you can shoulder more than you actually are able. But instead, leverage the responsibility of others, others that are trustworthy and, and good and accountable. Like I mentioned, like your, your spouse, uh, a trusted friend, uh, coworkers, teammates. Sometimes we need a little extra help to maintain that momentum. Momentum is really important in terms of growth. Sometimes the momentum is a little slow and it's smaller steps. Sometimes they're big steps. They're big strides, right? We're meant to do more. Um, as we take on the more, just make sure the more is moving. It just needs to be moving. Don't let it get idle. Don't push it away and go check out and sit on the couch and do nothing. Make sure there is consistent momentum, movement forward with the loads that you're carrying, right? Last thought, a man of character will be a man who takes on responsibility willingly. He will leverage his integrity to stay true to what he is ultimately responsible for. All right, guys, so that's responsibility. Thank you so much for listening to the TriFit Man podcast today. If you're enjoying and growing from the podcast, then please subscribe to our YouTube channel. And also, if you'd please subscribe to us on Apple and Spotify, that would be amazing. Um, we'd love if you leave us a review and any review you leave, it's just going to greatly support the podcast and will help us spread encouragement to men all over the world. So we can all grow into the men that we are designed to be. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions for content, please drop those in the YouTube comments below. Thank you again for joining in on this episode where we discuss responsibility. Stay tuned for our next episode. And until then stay fit and grow strong.